Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. Yes, that could mean you too. The workouts have been designed to fit into your life so you can move when you can. The 15 minutes you can squeeze in before work. The 20 minutes you get to yourself while the baby naps. The half hour you can spare at lunch. There's a routine for you no matter what your day looks like. A reminder as well, this is included in your Mum Mia subscription. If you are a Mum Mia subscriber, you already have access to Move. Download the Move app and log in with your Mum Mia login. Head to move.mamamia.com.au and use code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. From Mamma Mia, welcome to Help, I Have a Teenager, the podcast that's here to answer all your questions about the new teen age. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jo Lamble. I'm a clinical psychologist and the author or co-author of a book called The New Teen Age, How to Support Today's Tweens and Teens to Become Healthy, Happy Adults. And my name is Dr Ginny Mansberg. I'm Jo's co-author of The New Teen Age. I'm a GP and between Jo and I, we've actually parented eight kids, in my case six of them, were from a blended family. Now the first question is from our anonymous form, which you'll find in the show notes. This person says, I have a nine-year-old girl who is your average, happy, fun-loving and kind kid. Recently, cash has been going missing from my partner's wallet and more than just some loose change. Close to $300 in notes have been disappearing gradually over the last three months. It is just myself, my partner, my daughter's stepdad, and my nine-year-old who live in the house. My daughter has a really good relationship with my partner. They get along really well, so it's hard to believe she'll be going through his wallet and stealing from him. We haven't caught her taking money from his wallet, and I have calmly approached her about it, and she said she didn't take his money, but money still continues to go missing. How do I approach this with her? It worries me that she's not only stealing, but then lying to me about it. Joe, super common. Mm, yeah, and a lot's going through my head with this one, Ginny, just the way it's written. Firstly, I mean, just touching on the lying, you know, anyone who's doing the wrong thing is going to lie about it. So I don't really see lying as a secondary crime, that this is what's really bad, they're lying about it. Because if you do something wrong and you don't lie, then that would indicate a complete lack of conscience and psychopathic. So <laughs> let's hope there is a little bit of lying. So the crime obviously is the stealing. And the important thing to think about is why is she stealing, you know, because it does seem like she is. If there's no other explanation, no one else is in the house and it's not you or you're not stealing and your partner's just not doing something, <laughs> hiding some notes. So at nine, she may not realise that $300 is going to definitely be noticed. I mean, she might just think <laughs> 50 here, 100 there, they won't notice. They've got <laughs> others because a teenager would know how much that is. But there are some reasons that she could be stealing. Firstly, she wants to buy something very expensive. So, you know, have you noticed any toys, clothes, gadgets, 
you know, electronics that are around that you're wondering where they came from. Secondly, you know, is she being bullied or coerced into stealing money and giving it to someone else? That is a very strong possibility. So that is worth thinking about. And thirdly, this might sound really strange, Ginny, but I have had over the years a number of adults say that they stole when they were a child or a teenager because they felt invisible in the house. And they actually stole because they thought, if they don't even notice I'm stealing, then that means I'm invisible. That means they don't even know I exist. And if it was noticed, then they got some attention from it and that felt good. So that's just something to keep in mind. Now, I'm not saying for one minute that your lovely, kind, happy nine-year-old feels invisible at all, but it's just something to keep in mind because I've heard this from adults over the years. So I think what my advice, Ginny, would be that you and your partner, Anonymous, have a chat about, you know, some possibilities of why she might be stealing. And so then have another gentle chat to her. And instead of saying, are you stealing? Actually say to her, I'm wondering why you might be stealing. I'm wondering whether, yes, you want to buy something and so you're thinking because we won't give it to you, this is the only way you can get it, or I'm really worried that you might be coerced into doing this by someone else and we love you unconditionally and we can hear anything. So please, let's just talk about it and together we'll work out a solution for this that doesn't involve stealing. Yeah, I am interested because a nine-year-old would probably be unlikely to go to the shops and buy a gadget without you knowing about it. Although recently one of my patients told me that her three-year-old daughter told Alexa to buy something on Amazon. And so it was a different form of stealing <laughs> that the three-year-old wasn't quite sure of the ethics of the issue and managed to get with some giant Elmo arrive at the front door that she'd ordered off Alexa. That is a cluey kid. That is that? a cluey yeah, kid yeah. who's all over the Alexa. <laughs> so I'm wondering, yeah, as well, if you haven't seen cash turn up and I'm thinking you know cash that's a don't see that come in very often no, that's a no. you know an unusual thing to have cash in the wallet in the first place if you're not seeing the cash turn up somewhere else in I, her room <laughs> yeah in her room so stuffed down the side of the bed it's not the lolly wrappers it's actually the cash then it's going somewhere and that like joe i am a little bit worried about that and it might even be time to get the teachers involved if she yeah. doesn't tell you because it might be an older kid too you know they might be you know colluding let's put our money together and get something else they might just be somebody else who could go to the shops or somebody's just collecting cash from other kids so you'd think in a nine-year-old who is not very good at hiding their emotions you'd see some sort of change in this kid if she was getting bullied to that extent you know being forced to steal money for an older bully you'd think you'd pick something else up you haven't mentioned anything about that so possibly it's not that so I'm going to raise the elephant in the room is it possible that your partner thought he put the money in the wallet and he didn't. And we're going to maybe accuse this kid of stealing when she's not. Is that a possibility at all? Because if you haven't noticed any other change in her and the money hasn't turned up anywhere else and she doesn't look like she's a victim of bullying, is it possible? Well, it's just that, you know, this mum's already had a chat to her daughter and then the money's still going missing. So you'd think that to me would indicate that if the stepfather's, you know, just being a bit forgetful, then there might be some reason why he might be doing that because you're yes, not buying. I'm not buying that one. No, no, I don't think that's the elephant in the room. I think that's a <laughs> that's a tiny little 
<laughs> cockroach that might be <laughs> scurrying you. around the corners. But it is possible. That's what I mean. Unless this is the stepfather either being forgetful or doing it for some unknown reason on purpose. <laughs> I mean, Joe, I'm getting really worried. For anyone who listened to last week's episode, Cho um, revealed that she's a complete slob, which I had no idea about. She looked completely perfect to me and her house does too. It turns out it was just for me when I come over and now you're bringing cockroaches into our podcast. I am a bit concerned. Look, if you have this gentle chat to your daughter and you do try and find out if she is stealing but go straight to why you're stealing because that's what we sort of call a false choice. Is it because you want something or because someone's making you steal it? Which mm-hmm. one of these two reasons right. have you? So, again, a nine-year-old is more likely to say, oh, it's that one, <laughs> rather than, no, it's neither, <laughs> yes. you know? So that's often a good So she nice... might just be putting it somewhere safe to yes. keep it safe, like a little nest egg. Yeah, exactly. Like a little liar bird <laughs> yes. lining her nest. That's right. But if she still insists that she hasn't taken the money, then you need to both be hiding your money for a while. Just keep it way out of sight. Don't have cash, 300 bucks sitting around in a wallet, and see what happens next. Does that make her stressed, for instance? If she keeps going to the wallet and there's nothing in it, leave the wallet out, just don't have any money in it. And if you notice, as you say, some changes in behaviour and some stress, because she might not be showing signs that she's being coerced or bullied because everything's going okay because she just hands the money over. But if she can't hand the money over, does her stress level rise? And that's when you start seeing signs that she's being bullied. So I would try both things. I'd hide the money and talk to her. Love that. Yes, and I wouldn't be accusing the stepfather. But anyway. (laughs) I wasn't accusing him, just of being a bit forgetful. That was all. (laughs) If you'd love unlimited access to everything women are talking about right now, subscribe to Mamma Mia. An annual Mamma Mia subscription includes online access to every Mamma Mia event, subscriber-exclusive stories, podcasts and videos from Australia's leading independent women's media brand. Okay, Ginny, our next great question was emailed to us by Anonymous. Hi, ladies. My partner and I don't have kids, but we're an aunt and uncle to teenagers, and I love the insight your pod gives to someone with no lived parenting experience. I need your help as we're currently finding our niece insufferable and we don't know how to navigate it as aunt and uncle. She's going through a rough time, hate schools, issues at her dad's house, mum previously having a bad relationship but is now engaged to someone new soon after. Her mum has said the best way we can help is to be there for her. But when we plan nice things for her, she treats us horribly. She just says how much she wants to go home. She rolls her eyes at our question, talks over us. We spend ages planning what to do and she always hates it and she takes no interest in us or our lives. This has happened multiple times. My partner in particular has worked so hard to make her feel loved and special, travelling two hours to be at her dance concerts, etc. The only time she's happy is when there is money being spent on her with something she sees as worthy. She often makes comments about money and how it's good to make other people pay for you. This makes me really uncomfortable. Her mum has an excuse for all her bad behaviour and says these in front of my niece. She lets her talk over other people and treats her as a perpetual victim. I have reason to believe she lies about the bullying she's subjected to and even saw her get caught out in a lie, so I'm finding the excuses harder and harder to empathise with. I'm torn between wanting to be loving and supportive of a teen going through a tough time and just wanting to show her that people don't want to spend time with someone who acts rudely and selfishly. Help! From a loving but confused and exhausted aunt. Great question, Ginny. 
there's so much to unpack here. Can I just first say, if I could prescribe a caring aunt <laughs> and uncle to every teenager going through a bit of a rough time, you and I would be out of a job. I think life <laughs> would be a lot better. So thank you just for being such a great aunt and uncle and for caring. Now's the tough bit. You got the difficult niece. Let's call a spade a spade. And from what you've said, it sounds like mum is going through a bit of a tough time herself and is maybe not bringing her A game to the table in terms of setting values and doing amazing parenting, which puts a lot more burden on you. But at the same time, you are the aunt and uncle, you are not the parents. So as mum says, we want you to be supportive, but your job is not to set her values. You can't when you see her once or twice a week, it's just not doable. Yeah, look, obviously, you know, a really special relationship can happen between aunts and uncles and their nieces and nephews. And sometimes kids and teens and adults turn out to have a closer relationship with an aunt and uncle than a parent. So it is a great opportunity, but that doesn't mean you have to put up with her being rude and selfish and entitled. You're not doing her any favours by letting her use you for money or expensive activities. So it's okay for even if you come from a position of, you know, care and empathy, you could gently ask her if she's okay. You could list her fabulous qualities that, you know, what you love about her and when you love hanging out with her when these qualities are shining, but they're not really shining right now. So you're wondering why, because you don't want to force her to hang out with you guys. You're not interested in doing that. So you're happy to just stand back a bit and be there as, you know, loving aunt and uncle and a great sounding board if she needs anything, but you're not going to force these catch-ups on her when she's rolling her eyes and wanting to go home because that's not what you're about. So, you know, tell her that you're there. You're not disappearing, but you're also not forcing her. And I'd also explain to her mum that, again, you guys are there for your niece and you love her and you support her, but, again, you're not going to force spending time with her and maybe you can just end up being a really strong sounding board for your sister at the moment and support her rather than taking on that job, as Ginny says, of being the moral compass and the values enforcer <laughs> because that's too much. You want to be the fun, loving aunt and uncle who love and support her, you know, when she's ready to engage. Absolutely. And I think she does know that you are there. In some ways, it sounds to me like she feels so comfortable with you guys. She is so sure of your love that she's, you know, behaving like a kid does often to their parents. I mean, a lot of kids roll their eyes at their parents and tell them they're idiots because they're so familiar and they're so sure of the love. It sounds like you're getting, you know, that familiar treatment, which is good in a way, but I'm absolutely with Joe. It does her no good for you to be walked all over and treated like garbage just because she's going through a bad time. You can acknowledge that. You can empathize with that. And there are still limits to what you will put up with from anyone. I mean, you're just not going to put up with that behavior from anyone. You wouldn't from a partner either. Yeah. And by saying, I hope you're okay, because I'm worried this is not the real you. This is, you know, not, you know, our fabulous niece who we absolutely adore and still do. But as you say, you don't have to put up with it and it is sort of enabling. And that's the other beauty of being an aunt and uncle is that you have got that ability to step back a bit and say, we still love you unconditionally, but <laughs> on our watch, this is how we like to do things. And if you don't like it right now, that's totally cool with us, but we'll be here when you do. Love that. 
But Joe, that's all we've got time for this week. Now, if you like this show, we'd love you to leave a review or rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. It just means so much to us to read your beautiful reviews. Or give us some feedback if they're not so lovely reviews. <laughs> that would be fine too. <laughs> Might tell us to go clean up our kitchens and not have cockroaches anymore. <laughs> this show was produced by Emmeline Peterson, who is going to, you know, just make sure those reviews are always lovely. I'm Joe Lamble. I'm Ginny Mansberg and we'll see you next week. <laughs>